Hey, you guys, welcome to the Beyond Pretty podcast. I'm your host, Shalene McLeod. This podcast is all about how you can design a life that you are obsessed with. Together, we're going to build a community of women who inspire, empower, and support one another to live our very best lives. Each week, I'm going to share with you tangible tips and tricks to take off the mask and go beyond pretty. guys welcome to this week's episode of the beyond pretty podcast i'm coming at you guys after a couple of days of rest not a lot of days of rest but a couple of days of rest after a really really eventful and busy retreat that i had the pleasure of organizing and hosting and if you guys have been following along you know that i actually was a participant of a retreat a couple of weeks ago down in arizona and i had the honor of hosting a retreat this last weekend for 43 women and two guys in blue mountain ontario the retreat was beautiful it was so amazing to be able to connect and be with humans in person um and it was really beautiful to be sitting alongside a lot of the a lot really a lot of the the women that I they don't know it but I really do look up to them in this business and I admire the work that they're doing and I admire their heart and their soul and their willingness to get uncomfortable and their willingness to learn new things in order to achieve great things And it was really beautiful to be amongst many of them this weekend to learn from them, but also to pour into them. I went into this weekend wanting to fully immerse myself into understanding where they were at in their business. And as a mentor, being able to identify how can I shift, like really shift and pivot moving into the last quarter of the year alongside these women and helping them to achieve their business goals and where are their heads at? What questions are they asking? What seems to be their sticking point? You know, I was really looking for ways that I can motivate my team. And if you guys have a team or you have a business or you are trying to start a business up, I hope that maybe this will be helpful for you in the sense of the one question that I got asked the most while I was at this retreat. And I feel like this is a question that I actually get asked quite often. Um, but I, I don't think that I really was aware that I was asked as often as I was over this past weekend. And the majority of women asked the exact same question uh, amongst a couple of other questions too, but this one really stood out to me. And there was just a lot of people who were like, this is what I want to know right now from you. And so I'm going to share today with you guys what that question was, and I hope that it's going to help you whether you are a leader and maybe you are similar to me where you are running a business very similar and you have your husband running your business alongside you or whether you are somebody who wishes that you had your significant other, spouse, husband, wife running the same business as you alongside you. And so whatever kind of category you find yourself in, I hope that this is helpful for you because the question that we got asked the most was, how did you get Jared into this business? And I really want to share the perspective of what that looks like for you, because the first couple of times that it was asked of me, and a couple of times Jared and I were standing together, other times we were in completely different rooms, and it was like, how did you get Jared to do this with you? And I just kind of like answered the question. I, I really didn't put a whole ton of thought into what the question itself was. I really just thought about my answer. And then I got asked again, 
and then I got asked again and then we got asked again and I started thinking okay wait I see a pattern here and it was sitting in a room of 43 incredible women who really are looking to build a business that is very similar to ours and and then some and growing well beyond and past what we've even built and seeing Jer sitting in the room alongside me and saying how did you get him here because I want my husband here too because I want my significant other here too. And I really saw them, you know, wanting something that was already in the room. And so they were asking, you know, how do I get my husband here next year? And I'm speaking from a female's perspective and speaking to husband because those were the majority of people I was talking to, but insert your situation here. And so I kind of got thinking about it after a while and I was like, you know what, I, this, this is interesting to me. It's interesting to me the verbiage in which the question is being asked because almost every single person asked how I got him there. And I had to kind of stop and look at it and say like, I didn't get him here. He chose to come here. You know, it it's perspective, right? And I think sometimes I feel anyways, when I'm using the term, how did you get that person here? How did you get that? How did you... It almost feels like it was forced or coerced or that it it was like tricked in some way where it was like, they don't really want to be here, but you got them here anyways. Like, how did you do that? And I just kind of sat back and I was like, I didn't, I, I didn't get him here. Like he's free on his own free will. He chose to show up this weekend with us. He wanted to be in this room. And really helping to mentor and lead all of these incredible leaders to get to the next level of their business and fully immerse themselves in the retreat that weekend. But I'm like, he's here because he wants to be here. I didn't get him here. And it was just interesting. And some people would kind of look at me and be like, oh, okay. And then the follow-up question would come with, well, how did you get him interested? And I understand where you're coming from because I felt like this in past businesses. I felt like this before. Listen, when we started business, it wasn't a we thing. It was a me thing. I wanted to be a health and wellness coach online. I wanted to show up on social media. I wanted to build and use the social media platform to be able to build a beautiful business that would allow me to eventually, one day, hopefully, was the plan when I started to not be in the corporate world, to be my own boss, to make my own hours, to be able to take the kids to and from school. You know, like my hope and my dream was that I was going to have the flexibility within my hours every single week and also be able to have opportunities for growth. You know, I was seeking, at the time I was really seeking this, I want to say this growth period. And I really felt like I was just like, I was kind of capped. I was I was where I was going to go. I didn't feel like I was in any more growth opportunities in the businesses that I was aligned with. And so I was seeking a lot of these things myself. And while I was seeking a lot of this, I definitely was leaning in on Jer. And I was definitely talking to him about what the future looked like and how much I wanted this. And I was being really, really truthful and really, really raw and really, really honest about where I was currently at. And oftentimes I think we kind of sugarcoat it and we we try and promise the moon of like, this is going to be so amazing and this is going to be everything to our significant others, right? 
we paste out this vision and we cast it out to them and we paint this picture of how beautiful this business is and everything that we can get and how amazing it's going to be when in reality is you don't fully believe that it's possible for you and you may even have a history of trying to start up businesses that have failed. (laughs) Insert my life. This is literally where I was coming from when I decided that I wanted to enter into the health and wellness space as an online coach and really feeling like, oh gosh, Jared's never going to go for this. You guys, I've shared this on the podcast before. It took me eight months to even tell him that I wanted to do this. It was never something that him and I were like, yes, let's go, let's go, let's go. We've got this together. It was really just a matter of me being really honest with him and saying, listen, the thing that I decided to start like nine months ago, I'm really not into it. I'm not enjoying it. I had to try it. But like, I, I want to pivot and I want to do something different. And it was just being honest with him. And that honesty was the thing that he went, okay, well, obviously I don't want you sitting stuck in a job that you hate for years and years and years. Like I want you to be happy every single day. I want you to be able to feel like you have those growth opportunities. And so we had those really hard conversations. And when we decided that, yeah, okay, this makes the most sense for our family, and I was going to start the coaching business, he really did was not in- interested at the beginning. And that's where everyone goes, well, yeah, he wasn't interested. My husband's not interested either. So how did you get him interested? The thing is, I didn't really pull him along to say like, you have to do this with me. Check this out. Look at this. It was more so the small daily things that I just started sharing with him. I was excited. I was genuinely excited. I wasn't trying to hide the business from him. I was super excited about when people were starting to join our team. I was excited when clients had wins of whether it was losing weight, if that's what they wanted to do, or gaining muscle, or finishing a program, or finding more confidence of literally the messages that I would get saying like, thank you, I feel so good. I actually have energy. I feel like when my kids get home from school, I'm I'm like able to pour into them. And it was, it was moments like that, that I just continually shared with him. And Jer at the time was going through a really challenging time in his life. And he saw the effects of the community. He witnessed them firsthand. I included him on all of it. And I never excluded him from the process. And I think that's really important. And I think that it, it has to really be, understood that you are never going to be able to just pull somebody along into business with you, whatever that might look like, or on a journey with you. Maybe you're not running a business, but maybe you're on a health and wellness journey and you wish your husband would work out with you. We get that question often too. How did you get your husband to work out with you? We never used to, but I think it becomes this point of them seeing that there's something different in you. There's something different and that something different for me was that I wanted him to be a part of it and I just started including him instead of keeping it separate and secret and private and it might have to start that way and that's okay but as I included him he started to witness firsthand what the community was doing not only for the people that were our clients that were in our groups but for me and for him. He really, really felt the effects and the support of people who he had never met, who literally were cheering him on every single day. 
And then he started to see the business metrics. Then he started to see the numbers. Then he started to see the growth happening. And I was sharing it all. And as I was sharing it and really showing him like solid numbers, like here's what we've earned month over month. Here are the number of clients we have. Here are the number of of coaches we have on our team. Here is the social media stats. Here's where things are growing. Here's where things are. I could show him tangible numbers and he really started to look at it and be like, okay, wait. I think we're onto something here. Like, I think this is actually something. And he just got really interested. And he started asking, how can I help? What can I do? What does this look like? What about this? Oh, this is interesting. And then he started to have this different perspective that I wasn't bringing to the table that he was. And we just naturally started working together. There was never a time where I can like pinpoint or remember where he was like, yes, okay, I'm all in, let's go, I'm gonna try this. It was really just this natural progression of me sharing and sharing and sharing and just genuinely being so excited about the work that I was doing. And he was like, okay, yeah, I really like this too. And I think I'm interested in this and I can really see the potential of what this can bring to our family. And he got invested. So there was never a time where I just like got him into it. And that's probably not the answer that most people were looking for. And it might not be the answer that you're looking for. But at the end of the day, you have to realize that your significant other, your partner, your parents, your sisters, your like all of your siblings, your friends, they might not get what you're doing. It doesn't matter who the other person is that you're wishing would just get it. Sometimes they just don't. Sometimes they're just not interested. Sometimes it just doesn't align with the vision they have for their life. Because he's got one too. Sometimes it doesn't align for the things that they want to do in this world. If that is a personal journey for them or a business venture for the both of you, it really just comes down to clear communication and also letting go of this idea that it's going to be a different way when your partner doesn't want to. I cannot stress enough that it is draining and exhausting and really can be detrimental to the relationship whenever you are trying to drag someone into doing the thing that you're doing because you can see the potential of what it is for your family, for your life, and they don't think that that's what they want. Because when you're dragging someone through that, It just feels forced and it doesn't feel natural. It's not going to feel good for you. It's not going to feel like it's an alignment for them. And whenever there's misalignment in a relationship, there's miscommunication. People start hiding things. People start lying to each other to tell the other person what they think they want to hear. They start feeling guilt and shame around wrapped up around like, oh, I really don't want to be doing this. There's so much that is unhealthy in a relationship when you are trying to drag someone along. And I just want to offer to you um, that it really comes down to you being 100% truthful with exactly where you're at and knowing that if you believe it that much, lead first, lead first, lead from the front and be the person who is making the change and then offer to them what it can look like if they want to be a part of it too. All you can do is hold out your hand. And when you hold out your hand, it is up to the other person to take your hand and decide whether they want this in their life too. And if they don't, it's also up to you 
to know that your hand can stay out or if you choose not to partner with somebody, that's okay too. But if you still want to extend that your hand, to let them know that you will extend your hand at any point in time to offer them to be a part of what it is that you are a part of. And maybe that looks a little bit different because Jared and I both have very different things that we do in the business. I don't expect him to do some of the things that I'm doing and he doesn't expect me to do some of the things that he's doing. We do things very differently in our own way and we allow ourselves to have autonomy within the business that we run together. That is also true in relationship, right? Allowing the person to be who they are and trusting that they will do what they said they're going to do, that that also plays into it. I also feel like that's probably a whole other podcast, but being able to hold your hand out and offer that to somebody, knowing full well that they might say no and and knowing full well that it might like kind of hurt a little bit at first, but not taking it personally. Because you, my friend, are capable of doing this, whether your husband or spouse or significant other is alongside you or not. There are other partners that you can partner with if that's what you're seeking in business. But I really want to tell you to just leave that door open because I started this business and I started lots of businesses in the past. And while Jer was always on board with whatever my crazy ideas were, he wasn't necessarily always on board with the like, yeah, I'm going to fully immerse myself and, and work all day. You know, he, he works a full-time job and then for him to come home and continue working, he doesn't want to be hustling 24 seven. And just think of that too, right? When you are asking them to do something with you, what does that kind of look like for your family? Um, so long story long, um, I really just hope that you can sit down and be honest with your significant other about what it is that you guys really want as a vision for your family and what that looks like, but also just in knowing that you can save space for them and it doesn't mean that they have to do it right now. It doesn't mean that they won't ever do it ever, but it really, it really is up to you to create the space for them to be able to come alongside you if they want to in a way that feels good for them, but also for them to be able to say, no, thank you. I don't think that this is right for me, but I'm still here to support you 100% and identifying what that looks like for you. Because sometimes I think our expectations are a little bit high of what it looks like to be asking for help because trust me when I say your partner's walking alongside you when they do the dishes that night and they help out around the house too. Your partner's walking alongside you when they take the kids to the park for 20 minutes and you can get some work done. It's up to you though to take advantage of those opportunities to be like, okay, I've got 20 minutes. I'm going to be super productive and I'm going to get things done so that we have family time later. And are you taking advantage of those times? Are you taking advantage of the time where they are helping, but not necessarily saying, hey, I'm going to help you out in your business right now. But are you identifying ways in which maybe they are truly with you and alongside you? They're just not doing the things that you expect of them, or they're not doing the things that you really want them to do for some reason. Maybe it's something you don't enjoy doing, or maybe it's it's something to do with business that you think is going to get you further along. Um, These are the things that we have to look at is what are they doing in business alongside you that maybe we aren't even identifying and that can that can really change the game too and it can change the conversation and i think if anything i'll just leave you guys with be so 
honest. Be so truthful with exactly where you're at in the work that you're doing and making sure that you are asking somebody to come alongside you and knowing that you're fully invested, knowing that you're doing the work too, and you're not just expecting somebody else to come alongside you and be a part of a business because then you get to do less work, you know? I just want to make sure that you're you're really being truthful with, with yourself first and foremost, but then also just being really honest with your partner about where you're at and and what you see because maybe they don't see the vision. Maybe you haven't shared that enough. Maybe you were expecting them to be a mind reader. And maybe communication can just go a really long way. So to the conversations with all the women that I had over the weekend, to people who have asked us this question over and over again of how did you get Jared into this business? I don't know whether or not this is the answer that you wanted to hear, but it's definitely how it, it happened for us. It just happened naturally over time. It was not something that we forced. It was not something that we will ever force. It is something that has had its ebbs and flows just like anything else in life. And it definitely definitely complicates things when you are talking about taking a business relationship into a personal relationship. And whether that is your spouse or a best friend or anything else, it is something that you really want to look at because it will put strain on the relationship. Um, It brings a lot of joy and there's a lot of highs, but with those highs come a lot of lows. And so be careful what you wish for. Um, But just those are, those are some of the things that I want to offer you guys today. So I hope that that helped you. Um, And I hope that we can change the narrative from getting our husbands into doing the things that we want them to do. And we can really look at ways that we can just help people feel like they can be a part of things and be included without having to be tricked or coerced. And I know that that's not how people mean it when they ask it, but I really think that sometimes that's the narrative and, and when it is, when it's presented in that way, the person receiving it on the other end might be feeling that pressure too. And they might be thinking, "Mm, no, thanks. That doesn't really feel good to me. But when it's presented in a way of saving space for them and offering them autonomy within the business that you have, the business model or the relationship that you have, I mean, literally take this and put this into your relationships too. Um, But being able to offer that to them could just be the thing that they need to be like, okay, like, I am actually interested. I just want to know that we can we can have conversation about it and everything doesn't have to be done your way. Because if it has to be done your way, then I don't feel like having another boss. So no, thank you. I'm out. But if we can actually be CEOs together and we can run this business together, you know, maybe that could be a conversation that is uh, is good for them. And numbers, numbers. If you're talking to guys, show them the numbers. Do the work. Have growth have some success, show them the numbers of your business and what it looks like and where it's going and project what it's going to look like for the next year. And trust me when I say that that's probably a really big driving factor is what it is that you're actually building versus just having something that is more of a hobby where you're spending a ton of your time on it, but not really getting a a good ROI on that. Um, That can be another thing that can really just help you guys. So I hope that this helped. You guys are amazing. Thanks so much for sharing this podcast over and over and over as you do. You guys, we hit over 10,000 downloads. I cannot express to you how grateful that I actually am. There is nothing I do with this podcast besides talking about it on my Instagram now and then. The rest is up to you. 
everything else, all the growth that has happened, all the new listeners, the thousands of downloads that we have on this podcast, literally because of you guys, because you are all incredible. You talk about this podcast in your conversations, you share it to your stories, you post about it on social media, and I am forever grateful that you are a part of this conversation with us. Let me know if you have questions on today's episode. If you agree or you disagree, tell me, slide into my DMs and let me know. I'd love to continue this conversation with you. Have a great day. Bye guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Beyond Pretty podcast. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you who are contributing to build this community of incredible like-minded women. Please make sure you tag me on social media, share this with a bestie and subscribe.